The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with the lovely, and just so you know, I get to see Lindsay periodically in Zoom rooms. This is not what she looks like. This is podcast, like video podcast, Lindsay, all fancy. Usually she's all haggard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm like, I guess this is a compliment. (laughs) (laughs) I just want people to know that, you know, Lindsay's like, hey, hold on. This is Cleaning Nation. You know, when it's just the team, I get it. Who cares? But, you know, we're going out to the world. We got to be... uh, so all that to say, Lindsay respects you as an audience much more because I don't shower. I look, t- I'm not even wearing pants for crying out loud. So um, nah, I'm not wearing pants, but all right. Anyway, Lindsay's here. I'm really excited about today's topic. The last couple of weeks with our clients, um, we have been talking about the magical, mystical unicorn, quote unquote, operations manager, ops manager. And I, I know in Cleaning Nation, there's this belief of if I could just get that magical person then I would be free. I could leave the business. I could do whatever I wanted and everything would be great. And they'll just handle all the crap I don't want to handle. And that'll just be fantastic. Um, Obviously we have a coaching company, not a cleaning company, but I've had this, or not arrangement, but this, I've been able to create this situation in this business and lots of different businesses. And I promise it works in the cleaning business. So Lindsay is here because she is that mythical creature that kind of handles all the, um, just, I don't say day to day, but the thing that you're picturing as an operations manager, Lindsay does that for us. That said, there's, let me give you the unintended negative consequences of hiring this person. I don't want to say the wrong way, but what I see people doing, and then we can kind of talk about how Lindsay does it, why that's different and how, for, and the cool things we do it for both our perspectives, right? Because mm. if I just tell you what it looks like or feels like from my side, you're going to have this. Well, what about the operations? Can I really find this person? Is it possible? And what if, am I taking advantage of them? Or they feel bad or like any weird stuff. Lindsay can just be like, yeah, I hate Mike. It drives me nuts or whatever, whatever her experience is. We'll see. We'll see. So <clears throat> the desire to be free from day-to-day things, either to live your life the way that you want, because you created a business and put all this time and effort in is fine. Like I'm saying it right in front of Lindsay and she's hopefully not going this son of a bitch paint. How dare he not work? Will I work? And, um, or the having your day-to-day free, not working in the business to work on it and lead and kind of really work on the vision and leading your team as opposed to, you know, getting in there with your team, either one of those are fine. So I think we kind of want to tell our team, like, I have to be the first one there and the last one out, blah, 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 blah. Um, Lindsay knows sometimes I work really hard and sometimes I don't work at all. And she's like, I don't know that she cares, right? So I'll let her speak for herself here in a minute. But from <laughs> her, I'm like, does my paycheck clear? Am I doing honorable, legal, ethical things that serve my fellow human that mean something to me? Yeah, then I don't do what you want. I don't care. Like, <laughs> at some point, she's like, I don't care. As long as my paycheck clears, I'm doing what I want to do. Like, what, what if you do what you want? Just, just make sure my world spins so I can be happy. So, all that to say, the big issues people get with operations manager I want you to miss. And that's why we've got Lindsay here is mm-hmm. I'm not really clear on what I I'll ask people. What is it you want this person? That's always what I start with. Give me a job description and give me, and the job description is they will be excellent at interpersonal communication skills and up to and including the ability to grow companies and just all this weird crap. Like mm-hmm. and 
it's like, what does that mean? And then up to, and is up to, but not including your, or, or, you know, could be anything like, and so we put right in the job description or whatever else I come up with. And it's just this crazy thing of like, what you really would put, if you could just be honest with yourself is all the crap I don't want to do. And anything in the future that comes up that I don't want to do, then I want this human to do it. And it's insane that we're the owner and most of the stuff we don't want to do because we haven't figured it out. Right. Like this sucks. And I'm no good at it. It's not working. I can't do it. I'm the owner. I'm going to get all the money if it works and all the whatever. I'll just find this person who's got some sort of salary, I, you know, probably less than mine, and I'll have them solve the problem. Like that's never going to happen. Right. No. Like, no. yeah. So in the day to day, we're like, why, why don't I want that? A, you're not going to find the person. B, if you do find the person, there's only two kinds. One, the kind that does great and what'll happen, and I've done this, and that's why I'm so glad Lindsay's here because God willing, this isn't the position she's in. They'll do a great job and you'll just throw more and more stuff at them because they're amazing. And no one's amazing. Everyone sucks. And you run like hell. And then all of a sudden, six months later, three months or nine months, they're working 60 hours a week. The job that they hated, they they loved, they now hate and they loved you. And now they hate you and they quit. And all this crap is now back on your plate. And you're like, well, I was free for six months. Or they start getting bitchy and want more money and start treating you better, start half-assing it. And they know that you need them. So they're like, what are you going to do? And you're like, nothing. I'll be good. Please don't leave. Right. So, or they, um, and that's, that's the best case scenario for those of you who go, oh, that sounds terrible. What's the other option? That's the good option. The other option is they, they're human and they can't do all the stuff that you haven't figured out in your business as the owner with all the risk and all the reward for less risk and less reward and less experience, they can't figure it out. Like that's 92% of the time. So you just keep going. I can't get a good operations manager. I can't get a good, and it makes it even worse when you do find somebody that can halfway figure it out. Holy crap. You make their life terrible. And then they want to run like you run away and go up oh, here's just vomit all your stuff on them run like hell. Cause you haven't had freedom for however long you've been. And then they quit. So that's the nasty little cycle. I don't want you to get with the quote unquote magic operations manager who doesn't exist. And I'll tell you, Lindsay's amazing. She's magic. She exists. But we don't have that dynamic and I want to make sure you're able to get your own Lindsay or get your own systems and processes because no offense to Lindsay, she's amazing. The systems and processes allow her to be amazing. If I just, when she got here day one, like, oh my God, here's all the shit I don't want to do. Go get him, girl. And ran, <laughs> I would have, she would have failed. And not because Lindsay sucks, because I would be sucking. Lindsay's <laughs> still amazing. All right. That's my vomit of information. I would love to hear any thoughts you have, how you've experienced it, just any, any comments. I'm dying to hear your perspective here. Oh, wow. Okay. So that was a lot, a lot of unpack there. Um, (laughs) So um, I guess we could start with um, how you started with me and you gave me a little bit at a time. You didn't give me, like you said, you didn't like vomit all this stuff out. You gave me a few things to do at a time. And then you sat back, you didn't micromanage me you sat back and see how I performed. And that was how you could give me a little bit more, a little bit more. So on my end, I am, this is just my personality and some cleaning owners might face this problem too, is you might get a really good person, like you said, Mike, and you know, I'm not patting my own back here, but I'm the type of worker that wants to do everything. Like I, I'm a hard worker. I just love getting it done. And what happened to me was that I overworked myself. Cleaning Nation might've heard this story before where I went to Mike and I don't think you were even aware. I was just like, I'm working like 50 hours a week. Is that bad? Yeah. And by, <laughs> just to be clear, I want to validate a couple of things Lindsay says. Cause if I'm you, I'm like, well, that's the employee. That's her perspective. What's yeah. Let me give you my perspective. Exactly what Lindsay said. She, first of all, I want to be clear because what she, I don't want to say didn't know, but couldn't have known because, but what yeah. happened before she arrived, I had a very clear list of things I wanted her to do. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I gave her, I may have given her that list before we hired her. I don't know. But I certainly, when she got started and she said, what do I do today, boss? I did not give her or show her or even talk about that list. What is scared the bejesus out of her? Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I just gave her one little crumb. So it's, I want to be clear for you guys, I had the list. So what you guys do is you don't have a list. You've got this emotional, mental, like I've got a bunch of shit I'm trying to get rid of. And you try mm-hmm. and bring yourself in and go, like, I don't want to scare her away. So I'll just give her a little. So that's what I did, but I had the actual list. So I knew what the universe was of things I was going to give her to do. And I was able to pick from that universe. The one thing I was going to give her that time, as opposed to I've got this muddy pile of crap in my mind that could be a hundred hours of work. I don't know. On my list, it says, here's what to do. Here's about how long that should take every week. Mm-hmm. And that was under 50 hours a week for sure. Yes. So yes. that's what happened before Lindsay got here. And I also want to, Lindsay was the good option. She would have been one who would have done all the things. I could have vomited all that stuff, ran like hell. She probably would have been miserable. She probably would have quit at some point, but she would have done it for a time. There would have been time mm-hmm. I would have quote unquote been free because she is that the good, the good version of that, but I would have burned her out. She I mean, even if she stayed, she'd still hate me and resent me and she, her life would be miserable and like, is that a win? Like, okay, I've ruined Lindsay's life, but mine's good. like, that's, that's not a win at all. <laughs> so I just want to, when she says, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. No, she absolutely was the kind of person that was like, give me more, give me more. So I, I gave her the list. Probably I gave her the list according to what she said she could handle, which was mm-hmm. my fault. I should have given her a list according to what normal humans could handle and not, I don't say take advantage, but not believe her nonsense beliefs about what a rock star she was. Cause she was a rock star, but she just, what an appropriate amount of, onboarding would have been. So anyway, all that to say, I just want to agree from my perspective, nothing Lindsay said is like, nah, she really wasn't that hard of a worker. Like, no, she was the kind of person. <laughs> continue. Yeah. So I just wanted to continue the story with what we did to, to mm-hmm. fix that. And one of the first things you said when you hired me is you said something to the effect of, okay, I'm going to do two things. I'm either going to hire you to do this job, and then I'm going to hire people above you to manage you, or you're going to be the person that hires other people below you to get all this work done. I totally forgot about that. So when I came to you you, about working too much, your answer was very simple. You're like, well, let's slice it down. Let's get people that can take all the things you're doing and get one person to do the day-to-day operations of, you know, recording the client's calls and making sure the clients are happy and then get another person, you know, I help you with the podcast. Let's get someone to do that. So I really broke this operations manager job down into several parts that I have virtual assistants that are wonderful, help me with, and they're all very specialized. Um, and then all I do is make sure, well, not all I do, you <laughs> make that clear. But one of the things I do is I oversee how the whole flow of the business is going, if that makes sense. So in a sense, I'm an operations manager, but that's not what we call me either. Cause that's not what I really do. And I think at the beginning, we did call her operations manager because I didn't mm-hmm. really get through. And now she's customer happiness manager, which is far better because yeah. that really is what she does. So the cool thing for me, and this will help you owners <clears throat> who have that, I'll just throw it on Lindsay. I'll just throw it on Lindsay. I'll just throw it on, or you're a Lindsay, right? We, you know, we either want a Lindsay or we have a Lindsay. Um, <laughs> with operations manager, which is why I hate that title, mm. I could throw anything at her, right? Because technically... Anything I would ask her to do that had anything to do with the business would have to do with the operations of the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, here, balance the books, go, you know, anything. Like, it's all operations. So it's such a mm-hmm. sloppy title. And it's not fair to Lindsay because she's like, I guess I'm just in charge of everything now. Like, well, how is this working? Um, <laughs> customer happiness manager, much, much better, right? When I go mm-hmm. balance the book, she's like, well, 
I mean, Lindsay's so sweet, she'd probably do it, but, or try, but I <laughs> do a horrible job. You do not want me balancing you want your books. To bounce, baby? Let, like, you give me the books. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's, let's <laughs> so that, yeah, just the titling of customer happiness manager. Now in my own heart of hearts, I can go, if this is something that has to do with making our customers happy, I have no problem giving it to Lindsay and she can hire, do whatever she needs to do resource wise. And if it's not that I won't do it. Um, or if I do, I'll be like, Hey, this is kind of operational, not really customer happiness. Will you have on your team kind of handle it? Last thing I want to say before I turn it back over to Lindsay is the, having grown a couple companies or several companies, I knew we were going to grow pretty quickly from where we were to where we were going. So for those of you on the owner side that are going, where do you get all this magic money? Like, sure. If I had an unlimited budget, just hire a thousand people. Mm. I could do anything. It's like, well, we didn't have an unlimited budget. I think Lindsay, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Lindsay, kind of understands the, you know, we're pretty open with books and all that. It's not like we hide anything. Um, mm-hmm. So because the core values are have fun, make money, be real and help out. I could be, Hey, you got to make sure we're making money. And if you're not sure about what we could hire, will it affect our making money? Ask me or, or go mm-hmm. right to Andrea who <laughs> and ask her, like, I don't even have to be in the middle of that. Um, have fun, be real and help out. Like, as long as you follow those rules, you can kind of do what you want to do. Even with the pay, I think you told me what you were going to pay the people. I'm like, yeah, that, that sounds fine. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. I had this because I think we had this hyper control. Like I got to box it and tell you exactly what to do. But that presupposes I'm smart and Lindsay's dumb and I got to use my brain and she's just an extension of my hands. Like don't do anything and dummy, just do what I tell you to do because I'm the bright one, which is great if I want to work 24 hours a day, seven days a week and still get nothing done. Or I could just be like, I don't know, Lindsay, you're freaking real smart, smart. I mean, a lot of stuff, sort it out. Tell me what you think. And if you get way off track somehow, I'll yell at you or freak out or go, I don't think that's the case. And guess what? I don't think Lindsay's ever gotten way off track. She's never done anything. I went, what the hell were you thinking? Like, like <laughs> done some stuff. I'm like, eh, knock on wood. Yeah. Well, the day is young. We'll see. Like, we, can, <laughs> we gotta have goals. But and it's not because she thinks the same way I do. She doesn't, or she's got a wildly different experience, all that sort of stuff. But we have the same rules of have fun, make money, be real, and help out. Mm-hmm. So she never violated one of those rules. So anytime she did something goofy, like the goofiest thing I think she did is got in is like, I'm working 50 hours a week and I just got here. And she wasn't even bitching. She was just letting me know, like, hey, is this like she said, she's like, is that okay? She wasn't saying she wouldn't do it. Or if I said 60, she's like, okay. She was just going, this doesn't seem in line. If something feels fishy, I'll do it. Okay, if you want so I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. Uh, something wrong. So anyway, all that to say, I just want to encourage for the people who are like, yeah, it's easy. Cause what it may sound like is, yeah, you just hired a bunch of people, or Lindsay just hired a bunch of people. I don't have unlimited time and money. Um, this would be a, if you're growing and B, you're the only big salary, I would say person we have. So the people you hired were almost like vendors, regardless of our legal relationship with them, mm-hmm. it was solving somebody to do a very specific problem, not another operations manager, you know? So it wasn't like you're like, yeah. yeah so walk through how that looked and felt from your side, if you would, the hiring of the people. Yeah. So, you know, it's basically like a microcosm, I guess you could say of what you did is you hired, you know, you make a list of things that you don't want to do or someone would be better at you at. And I made a list in different categories. Other people would be better at was long. My list of things I'm the best at is real short. The list of things other people are better at much longer than the list of things (laughs) I should be doing. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I made the list and within those, that big list, I could see different job descriptions, different things that were very specific. And 
Um, I have one virtual assistant that has one very, very specific job of helping our clients on one project on their hiring funnels. Um, I have, like I said before, um, I saw all this podcast flow to make sure the podcasts get out to cleaning nation stuff that, you know, it, it, it doesn't really have to do with client happiness, but it's like the pre client happiness. You know, we get a lot of very happy clients from this podcast. And so, you know, I still see that as relating to what I do every day. So that was something very specific I could give off to someone. And then Apple, who a lot of people have heard of in the program and a lot of alumni know out there, she is kind of like Apple the, on a podcast someday. Just to I do, know. Because you and she did a podcast without me. Like it'd be kind of the second version of this. Like you and I do one and then you and she do it. We should, you should you, know, you go ahead. I know. I'm working on it. Trust me. I'm working on it. It's a, it's a, a I'm going to get there someday. Well, the cool um, thing yeah. she's nervous because Apple's so shy. Just tell her, we'll just do one. No one will be invited. And if at the end of the day, you don't want... Throw it away. Yeah, if you don't want me to release it, <laughs> no problem. And then at the very minimum, you and she'll get to a podcast whether the world gets it or not. At least it'll, it'll exist in, at some point in the world. Yes, I like that. I think I'm going to do that. Um, sorry, what was the... Oh, the question was how I broke it down. Yeah, how did you... We're just, yeah, what did that feel like from your side in terms of when you came Oh, what me? if not complaining, just observing yeah. going, I'm working 50 hours a week. And I think on the, and you'd only been with us a couple of months. So it wasn't like, yeah, it yeah. Up over 10 years. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really a growing thing for a growing process for me because I just didn't realize I could do that. It was not like you said, Hey, you can't hire people. You actually told me hire people. And it just never dawned on me that you know, I, I don't have to be the person doing all these things. I don't need to micromanage it. Just like you tell our clients and cleaning nation, like you don't have to do all the things. It's better to work kind of like how you tell our clients to work on their business and not in the business. I kind of took that as a way for me to kind of step out of the day to day and work on the big projects to make our clients happy. It gives me more mental space to think of the big things like our events, um, ways to improve the program, ways to work with our team. We call them the three amigas, our mindset coaches and I. Uh, so yeah, it really expanded my view of like what was possible within the company it, before I felt like it was small circle things like I got to do this, I got to do this. And now it's expanded where... I kind of oversee the day-to-day, but I'm really thinking big picture. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Let me put it away. You can tell me if if this is apt or not apt. (laughs) So I think I could have talked to Lindsay and told her, you're great and you're smart and you can do this and go get them. And that may have had impact because Lindsay's coachable and she's a good listener. But what I think was, and that would have been a lot of work on me and perhaps more stress on her. What I did was just demonstrate. So I did tell her at the beginning, hey, Mm -hmm. we're going to grow. The the position as we have it now is about this big. In a year or two, it's going to be two or three times that big. Um, So we're going to just need more people. It's not, it's a little, maybe a little more than one man job now, or maybe a little less, you know, I don't know, but it will be a two or three man or woman job here coming up. Um, so I'd love you to hire that team and build it and I'll stay out of your way. Um, mm-hmm. if you're not able or willing, that's fine. Like there's a lot of employees who are like, Hey, I love here and I want to, but I want to do my little thing and that's all I want to do. And I don't really want to participate outside. That's fine. Like it's really between Lindsay and her life. I'm not here to tell her what to do. Um, saying that she even said, I forgot you said it. I said it clearly. I said it out loud. I said it in English. There was, like, we were probably on a call that was recorded. So there was no question I said it, but it just didn't not because Lindsay's dumb, which is that's how we respond. 
what really made the difference was I lived it and I just stayed the heck out of her way. And Mm -hmm. she made huge mistakes. Yeah. She's got so much still could like, she could just screw lots of things up if she really got put her mind to it. Um, (laughs) But the, the freedom of just, I think that, I guess what I'm saying is the action spoke louder than words. So had I told you, you can grow, you can do all this. And then anytime you try to spend money or make a decision or I was like, hold on, what about that? And I micro, and then I kind of, no, no, not that, this, or you know, trying to get her to do it exactly my way. Lindsay's human. At some point she's just been like, I get it. You're smart. I'm dumb. Or you think you're smart and you think I'm dumb. Um, it doesn't pay to think you're just going to override me. So I'll just shut up and sit down and do what you tell me to do. And I don't think she'd quite be as happy and I'd be miserable because then now Lindsay's paralyzed. Like any problem that comes up, she's like, Mike, what do you do? What do you do? She rarely comes to me when she does. I'm like, I don't know. You're smarter than I am. What the hell? What do you think? And she'd be like, yeah, mm-hmm. and she just, and typically the solution you give, I'm like, yeah, it's better. Than I would have come up with. <laughs> so it's, rarely does she come up with something dumb. I'm like, Hey, knucklehead here, do this. And then <laughs> when she does come to me, it's not, here's a problem. How do I solve it? Which is the owner's job to make sure that's how they come. She comes with, here's an opportunity. Here's my thoughts. Anything I'm missing, which is so mm-hmm. For me to just go, no, you're a genius. Go, go get them. Which makes Lindsay feel great. Makes me feel great because I'm doing a bunch of stuff. And I trust the nine nine out of ten decisions she makes without coming to me. She knows I know what the core values are and what we're trying to achieve. I don't need to bother Mike. He's probably not going to even have anything to add. And the one at a time, one out of ten times, she's like, I'm not sure. I probably got this, but I, I'll just run it by. Like I trust her decision making on what she needs to. I don't say bother me with, but involve me with, and what mm-hmm. she doesn't. So nine out of 10, she doesn't. And I just let her do that. And if I told her to do it, but constantly was like, what are you doing? Where are you going? How do you blah, blah, blah. She's not, she's going to listen to what I do, not what I say. But when I go, when I'm just like, you'll figure it out. And I don't, I mean, gosh, we don't, we probably talk as much just about you and your life and she's got a new house and all that as much. <laughs> as and even work is more her just kind of, here's what's going on. What do you think? Very rarely. I can't think of the last time I've called you or got on a Zoom to be like, here's what I want you to do specifically. Like, it's yeah. Not, you kind of just telling me what's going on and me giving my feedback with the underlying, take it or don't. Like rarely do I go, this is what we're going to do, Lindsay, go execute. It's you kind of tell me what track you're on and your ideas. And I go, here's some thoughts. And I don't even follow up as if you integrate my thoughts or not. Cause I'm like, if she did, they're probably better. And if she didn't, it was probably for the best. So that's how I experienced it. How does that feel on your end? And what can you recommend to owners of how to create that space for their Lindsay's, so to speak. Yeah, I guess the way to create that space is really just kind of let go and, you know, trust, trust, learn to trust the the person that you're uh, making your unicorn, <laughs> which is obviously not a unicorn as we just discussed, but learning to um, realize that you don't have to do everything and giving that person just piece by piece and stepping back and letting them, allowing the other person to do it is so important. And also leading by example, like you do, Mike, um, how you work as a leader, um, your, your employees, your contractors, all those people that work for you, they're going to notice it too. And when you lead by example, it makes it so much easier also for those, um, that are working for you to see how it's done. So. Yeah. And then the cool thing is, I think it's so cool to watch Lindsay lead her team very similarly. Like I am not Mm -hmm. intimately involved, but from an outside perspective, the way you I would say serve diesel and Apple and um, all of our the team that works with you is the same, right? You're not mm-hmm. Apple, you big dumb, da, da, da. you know, if I told you not to do that, but I did it, it'd be really hard for you to be like, okay, Mike leads this way, but he tells me to lead a different way. So it really does cascade down into mm-hmm. I, don't know if I trust Lindsay and what she's doing for me. I trust that she's not abusing 
team that are kind of her team, but on my team, that would be terrible, right? If she's yelling, <laughs> micromanaging and being this terrible human, even though I wasn't involved, I still hired Lindsay. I still allowed her to do like, that's still under my deal. So last thing I want to hit you guys and gals with is, um, gosh, just on the money. Cause my fear is you're going to be like, oh, I can't afford it. It's too expensive. So a, if you've got a Lindsay who knows the core values and has a working knowledge of your numbers and knows if there's any, if there's anything she didn't have, I don't think there's anything I've ever been like, don't you worry about profit or like, there's nothing like, I don't like go over the financials with her, but literally she could call Andrew and be like, how much should we make? Or like, or me or like, what, like there's, it's kind of an open book. So the point is if, and when we start, and I do have the relationship with Lindsay where I could come to her and go, Hey, we're thin on profit here. And I do this more with Jared because he spends more money or his mm-hmm. money's more, he's our traffic. So his money's more flexible. Like with Lindsay, it's not like you're spending different money every month. You can hire somebody you don't. So your budget's kind of fixed. Mm-hmm. But if it was getting wacky, I could come to you and just be like, Hey, we're not making money, blah, blah, blah. So, and then we figure it out together. So as opposed to what I don't want you to do is like, well, Lindsay's in charge of this, but we're broke or things are going badly. And if I tell her she's going to freak out or so I've got to, and then we put all this weight on ourselves, quote unquote, protecting ourselves from the, and I'm, we're not hearing this. If Lindsay's like, I don't feel like that. It's been that way in, in other businesses where we haven't been as profitable, but they just feel it. And then Lindsay, now it's even worse for her because she's got this gross feeling of impending doom and doesn't know why she's like, something just feels gross. And I think I'm protecting her. I'm not, I'm just, mm-hmm. what I'm really doing is eliminating my ability to get her big brain on the solving the problem and her as opposed to going, I know the specific problem. And I feel like I'm involved in the conversation to fix it, which may not be great if things aren't going well, but at least it's empowering. She's feel like she's got a stake in the outcome versus a gross feeling of something that's not right here. And I don't know what it is, but, and I can't even sink my teeth into it. I just know Mike's always crabby or he's always bitching about money or some sort of like what's going on. So I want to encourage you guys and gals, the way we do it is I'm pretty open about stuff. And if it's bad, it's bad. And if I told Lindsay, hey, we are not making money. We're going to have to sort something out. I don't think she'd love hearing that, but I know any problem I had, I'm going to be much more equipped to solve with Lindsay on my team than her not understanding why I'm telling her to fire everybody, but everything's okay. Like she's going to be like, what the, what is going on? So I want to encourage you guys. And Lindsay and I could go say the podcast wasn't profitable, so to speak. It was costing a couple grand a month or whatever it costs. And we weren't getting our return on investment. She and I could talk about it. So when you're like, Mm -hmm. well, you hire a bunch of people that's cheating. It's like, we do. But because Lindsay's smart, we can look at it as if it's making money or not. And if it's not, when we're doing the podcast or anything I'm asking her to do, she and I could have a real conversation around, here's the financial realities. What do you think? And I trust her to go let's cut here. And if it's my idea and I'm cutting all of her things, she's going to feel weird and uncomfortable. I'm going to make an uninformed decision. If we think about it together, even if it's a not comfortable conversation, she got to let someone go or turn something off. We've made it together. And she's not just like this hatchet man or woman that, you know, Mike decided this and now I got to go execute it. So I guess the big thing, cause I know a lot of you are on the money. Like it's easy if you just have money to hire people. So I'm trying to think of the least money situation. Mm. Um, the cool thing is for me, this is the last thing that we get a wrap. When I had my bride, Natalie, doing some of this stuff, I could just be like, oh, she's free labor. And I wouldn't think that, but I'd be like, try this or try that or try the other. And it didn't force me to think critically. Um, with Lindsay, now that we have to pay for everything, I can critically think, do we need an apple? Do we need a whatever? And I've got two brains thinking critically. And Lindsay's far less, you know, she's got more perspective. It's my business. It's my baby. I, I'm like right up next to it. And I can't see things. She's loves the business, but it's not, she doesn't have the same mistake. So she can see it a little like how you would react or raise your brother's kids versus your kids, right? Sometimes you can, you still love them, but you can kind of see some things maybe your brother's doing wrong or spoils them because he's so close, whereas you can still be a love 
helping aunt or uncle and not make some of those mistakes. So all that to say, really involve your people in the decisions. Don't keep them out. And if something's not making money, you just have to have a real conversation with them and go, can we do this, whatever. But there's never a point where, and if Lindsay supposedly needed to work 60 hours a week for a 40 hour salary, and that was the only way to be profitable, something's broken in the system, right? So we think, oh, I'll just have to find someone to work 60 or I'll work 60. And we never fix the real problem. The real problem is 20 to 40 of the hours she's working are not profitable. And I just, we haven't had the big boy, big girl conversation decide what those are and cut them out. So just- yeah. All right. That's it. We've got to run. Lindsay, I'm going to let you close it out. Thoughts, questions, comments, any uh, parting words for Cleaning Nation? No, Cleaning Nation, that is it. I hope this uh, served you well and uh, I'll close it out, I guess. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> See ya. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can, as long as uh, this number is man. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.